traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. Hey, he's on the phone right now. He's busy on the, the last few hours running for U.S. Senate in Pennsylvania. Dr. Mehmet Oz, Republican, endorsed by President Trump. This is it, primary day. Dr. Oz, welcome back. Where are you? How's it going? Greg, I'm in back in Montgomery County, which is one of the taller counties around Philadelphia. I've been traveling all through this part of the state for the last day, but I believe I made my way through every place <laughs> little corner of this very large commonwealth throughout this campaign, falling more in love with Pennsylvanians and our beautiful commonwealth than ever before. And I thought the message is resonating. You know, I've been leading in the polls. I have reminded people that I fought for Americans against powerful inside my entire career. You and I have done it together, most recently during the COVID pandemic, attacking mandates and shutdowns. That's why we keep saying fire Fauci, right? Because censored thought. He shut down well-meaning scientists who had different philosophies than him. And when you mix politics and medicine, you get politics, which is what Fauci created. But the good news is we are a land of plenty. And I can help put other leaders in this and make it a land of plenty by reducing regulations, by reducing incompetence. We need a bold voice to represent our Pennsylvania values, like pro-life and pro-Second Amendment and pro-energy. Because who wants to walk around worrying about prices or finding baby formula, which in your case is a, is a pretty personal concern? Uh, yes, actually, it is. Uh, what the hell are we going to do? I cannot believe America, the land of plenty, is dealing with this kind of stuff. It does seem like third world country stuff, and it feels like we're in serious, serious decline. It feels that way when you're looking at it from top down, but when you're actually in, in the trenches with, in my case, Pennsylvanians who are making life uh, work for them, they're actually optimistic. They know what they need to do. Every business I visit needs more employees. They have the ability to make a lot more stuff. They've got customers. And we actually are a land of plenty, but we have to get government out of their hair. And the regulations, the rules, the levies, they are suffocating. They're absolutely destructive to the well-being of our society. And more recently, we're running into gross incompetence. We saw during COVID, everyone witnessed it there, when we didn't even have protective gear, no testing, and then we make bad decisions so that we don't have medications we should have. But the incompetence expands the energy velocity where – my goodness, we have more natural gas here in Pennsylvania than we can possibly use. The entire country could benefit for hundreds of years. But the Green New Deal, this is a lie, scientifically speaking, cannot happen the way it's outlined in the timeline uh, proposed. It's dominating what Biden thinks should happen. So every time there's a rational thing that might help reduce energy costs, which is the major driver of inflation, make, for example, New England coastal uh, communities a, a much le- less expensive to live in by reducing the costs of empowering these communities, you know, they shut it down. New York will not let natural gas from Pennsylvania flow through to the, to the East Coast. So instead, in New York City, for example, you import natural gas from South America or you buy Russian oil. This is not a good way for us as a nation to govern ourselves. National security is impacted by these bad decisions. You need bold voices in Washington, which is what I hope to be when elected as a senator if, you know, if, if I'm honored by more votes from Pennsylvanians later this afternoon, then I'll be able to carry the, the banner forward and say, enough, enough Democrats. You have no agenda for prosperity. Let us thrive. Let us become a land of plenty again. Hey, um, 
in our remaining moments, if you win tonight, and I think you will, I certainly hope you will, it looks very good. Trump endorsed you, of course, and people know you. You're the Republican nominee, and then you got to go up against Fetterman, most likely, in the, in the, in the general. Uh, what's your sense of him? And what about, <laughs> what do you do on a day like today? I mean, you know, it's, is it like exam day? You can, you, all the studying is done. I mean, what else is there to do when, when the votes actually start? Exam day is a good metaphor, although I've been using sports day. I've played sports my whole life. And when you sit in the sideline right before the game starts, you've done everything you can to prepare. And I just walk out in the field and enjoy it. And my opponent, Fetterman, is a worthy, worthy Democratic opponent. He's a darling amongst the far-left liberals. He's argued to be the most liberal statewide official in the country. He's the current lieutenant governor. But basically, here we describe him as a tall Bernie Sanders. And I think that's the campaign options that people are going to have in the general. Me, who comes at this as a physician who's fought against powerful insiders my whole career, can articulate exactly why conservative ideas make sense, because the realities of life are conservative. And a guy on the far left who hasn't actually uh, worked in the private sector, doesn't understand how business works, and has a, a platform agenda that, in, that ranges from legalizing marijuana, which I know some people want, but in America today, we need people working. Um, to uh, no more fracking, which, again, is a major concern because it's a national security risk if we don't have energy under our feet that we can use. Well, Dr. Roz, all the luck. And uh, you work so hard, and it really looks like it's uh, all coming together for you. Donald Trump, oh, final thing. Donald Trump, there was like a tele-rally of some kind. I saw you holding a phone right to the microphone. Of course, he was at that rally for you. It was spectacular, and he spoke so big and strong and all that stuff. But what was that tele-rally like? It means the world to me. He has done a couple. We get tens of thousands of Pennsylvanians to participate. Um, I actually had a real rally with a tele-rally as well. So we had hundreds of people in person, tens of of thousands on the phone, and he spoke to everybody glowingly and beautifully. He really thoughtful about this process, said all the things that needed to be heard for a population that's desperate for leadership. And I'll tell you, the only thing Joe Biden's built back better is the Republican Party. Every day he's in office, Americans miss Donald Trump that much more. It's true. Well, Dr. Memedaz, next time we speak, I very much hope it's uh, you officially, the Republican nominee for the U.S. Senate in Pennsylvania, and I have a I, I I I feel it. I feel it. Dr. Ross, good luck. Many, many thanks. God bless. Take care. All right, Thank Dr. You. Ross. Thank you.